Hey everybody, welcome to this solo episode of the Hooniverse Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff. Um, I'm here in Seattle. Uh, just got done driving the A5 and S5, the Audi A5 and S5 Sportbacks. Um, and I mean, they were good. They were fine. They're an excuse for an automaker not to build a wagon. Basically, they don't look as good as the original A7, but they drive fine. They're, Audi's making wonderful cars, and, and these are no exception. Uh, so there's that. So I'm here in the hotel room doing a solo podcast. Um, it's the end of the trip. I got to get up early, but I wanted to knock this out. I almost forgot to, which would have really sucked. Um, we haven't been able to get to the studio lately because I've been traveling. Chris is moving. You know, there's a whole bunch of bullshit um, uh, going on. It's not bullshit. It's, just, it's life is what it is. And uh, we haven't been able to get you an episode, and I apologize. Um, but so I wanted to make sure I got this one out. I think this is maybe 205. That's just a guess, though. So I'm sitting here in my hotel room, and I wanted to talk about uh, all kinds of stuff. But I'm going to dive into the questions because... It's not going to be a long episode tonight, but your questions will make it longer because I have nothing on the brain uh, minus the things I know you're going to ask about anyway. So I'm going to dive into them. And like we do, we're going to start with uh, Patreon questions because they're better than everybody else. Um, I just want to make this window smaller. Yep. So I can make sure it's still recording in the background. Good. All right. So Patreon questions. Marshall Cash. How is Indy? See, that's a perfect question. Um... Indy was amazing. That race is fantastic. 400,000 people cheering, standing on their feet, into the race, understanding why they're cheering for the person they're, they're cheering, um, just knowing exactly what's going on on the track in front of them. It was it was wild, and the crashes were crazy. The fact that Dixon walked away, the f- uh, and then beyond that, we ha- I had Alancer Jr. showing me around. I was jokingly referring to him as my friend Alan on social media, um, but because I'm an idiot. Um, but uh, he was it's supremely nice. And when we're walking through <laughs> Indianapolis Motor Speedway with Alancer Jr., people are literally losing their minds. As they see us walk by, uh, it, I mean, it was one hell of a way to experience Indy 500, and the race was awesome, and Sato was awesome, and uh, it was great. I loved every second of it. I want to go back, um, experience more of it. I don't know if I want to go in the Snake Pit. I kind of want to go in the Snake Pit, but I also kind of don't. Um, it was fantastic. I loved it so much. Dan Mosqueda, which modern Mercedes would you say compares most closely to your Mercedes sedan? Oh, I mean, it would probably have to be something modern that we don't get here, like some kind of like C-class diesel that's some super low-powered modern C-class um, because it's it's like modern C-class size, even though technically it, it's an E-class. My, my car is an E-class. Um there, there really isn't one. Um, it's, it's getting harder and harder to compare old cars with new cars. It really, really is. Um, sure, there's Mercedes styling elements that are similar. There's elements of the car, um, just the comfortable driving dynamics that are inherent in modern Mercedes vehicles that are there. Um, 
but you you just can't really com- compare it anymore. So I'd, I'd have to compare it to a modern C class for size and some Euro diesel that we don't get for power, um, because off the line there's nothing, and then all of a sudden you know you're you're going. That's probably that's probably the best thing. Colin Ruddock. Hey Jeff, looking forward to hearing about Indy. I'm heading down to Le Mans this year from the UK and hoping to see Toyota finally take their first win in LMP1. There's a brilliant looking uh, Corvette C7 entry for the Bray team, number 50 car. Check it out. So with that in mind, what's your all-time favorite race car and livery combo? If you give a shit, I'll go for an Audi 90 IMSA GTO. Keep up the good work, Colin. It's funny you mentioned that car um, because I think I'm going to see that car. In a few weeks, I'm going to Lime Rock Park to drive the TT, uh, the TTRS, and the RS3 at Lime Rock, and Hans Stuck is going to be there. So that's a good choice. Um, my favorite all-time race car. Hmm, that's a tough one. That is a tough one, just because there's been, you know. I mean, there's just some been so many amazing cars over the years, um, but it's gonna be something classic. Uh, shoot, I gotta think about this more because um, I can't just do like some like Mercedes Silverado because that livery combo just doesn't. That's not the best answer. I mean, unfortunately, it's probably gonna be some Porsche answer, even though I don't want it to be, just because they've been so iconic over the years. Um, and if I think about it. Oh, never mind. Uh, I'm going to go with the Superbird and the Petty colors. So I'm, I'm changing gears completely. Superbird, Petty colors all day long. Bobby Reed, my son sent me this text last night. Lucy is his girlfriend. Lucy is looking for a newer, midsize, four-door car that gets good gas mileage and isn't boring to drive. She has a budget of about 15000 Good for you, Lucy. And manual is preferred. Also good for you. So we're looking at about 2015 Jetta GLIs. Any suggestions? Um, newer midsize four-door. I mean, why does she need a midsize four-door? How old is she? Why can't she get a coupe? Why can't she get something sporty? Uh, does she have kids? Does she have dogs? Um... Because otherwise, yeah, I mean, a 2015 Jetta GLI is probably not bad. Uh, oh, shit. I, I, I always feel bad about questions like this because I should be more prepared for them. But it's tough. Um, newer midsize, 15 grand. Manual. Like a mildly wrecked BRZ? No, um, but what about something like a non-ST Fiesta? Because the chassis is still fantastic. Um, oh, you said four-door. Sorry. And midsize. See, again, why do you need that? Lucy. Lucy, I have questions. Why do you need that? Do you need that? Uh, I wonder how much used... CX-3s aren't that old yet. Because otherwise, I would say find like a CX-3, even though you're not going to get that with the manual. So there's a bunch of trade-offs in either direction. How, much, how badly do you want the manual? How badly do you want the newer mid-size four-door car. So you got to determine your trade-offs and then go from there, especially at $15,000. Uh, Joel, hashtag Hoontruck decal, decal. Yeah, I need, I need to send those out. 
How is Indy? Answered. So do you get the Wombat finished? Where do you take it for its first big road test? Maybe to the road, uh, just for shits and giggles. Um, the uh, I mean, we should do Ortega just because that's that's like our road. But I would probably end up doing um, is going to the road where we do all our burnouts and donuts and all that shit. The the end of <laughs> by Kelly Blue Book Technology Drive in Irvine, California. Um, I'd probably go there just for the first big burnout just because we've done so many of them over the years. Um, but I would just be happy to go anywhere. I mean, I would do it in the middle of my fucking condo complex if that car was done. I'd be so happy because fuck the HOA so much. So, so much. Uh, moving to Facebook. Quite. Oh, no. We go to Twitter first. Sorry. Twitter questions. Um, Travis Okulski. Why are you so lonely? Because we live on opposite coast, Travis. Groove at Groove Teeny. Who hurt you so badly? My wombat did. Um, Just Josh at J Howard Design. Why are my Z32 misadventures so bad? It's as if the car doesn't want to go back on the road, forever destined to be on jack stands. It's just how it goes, and eventually, hopefully, you'll cross that um, that event horizon where now you're on the other side and things are looking up. I wish you the best of luck. I know you've been wrenching on that car for a long time. Uh, also from Just Josh. In, serious, in seriousness, though, really interested in your opinion regarding whether California still has it when it comes to car culture. Yes, it does. No one can drive out here, but we absolutely have it when it comes to car culture. You come here to visit. You see our roads. You see our car events. You see our random get-togethers, which will have the most amazing vehicles you've ever seen. We still got it. California definitely still has it when it comes to car culture. Um, it's... Um, yeah, there's a lot to explore. In I mean, the stuff I post on social media or talk about is the tip of the iceberg. Um, reason why is I ask is because we continue to get more and more interconnected via the net. So you see it. Um, also, the juke. Will anyone miss it? Cue the new kicks driving on Route 66 jokes. Uh, no, no one will miss the juke. Also note, uh, the Hoonshuck update is always loved and appreciated. Uh, it's leaking oil, and I was going to send the engine off to rebuilt, be rebuilt, but I'm, I'm honestly tempted to just, because I've, I've now done so much in the truck, I'm thinking about just pulling the uh, intake manifold and redoing the gasket to see if that's the oil leak, because it definitely could be. Um, so we'll see. I, I, I think I might... Um, I think I might go for it and just see if that's the problem. Uh, and if it is, that's a yeah, – because right, it's an aluminum intake manifold, so it's light. I could pick it up myself. Uh, so I might go for that. Rob Emsley, have you considered switching deodorants? No, I love my deodorant. Team Radar Love, at Midnight Derifto. Money, no object. What car do you take to Radwood? And who will you be wearing? Bonus points for LA gear. Um, I'd like to wear a hypercolor T-shirt just because that would be – awesome um i also thought it'd be funny to take a car from the 70s and dress like a stuffy old man and be like tell everybody to get off my lawn uh, but i don't know if they would have let me in um like i want to take i, I actually want to take farah's mustang to radwood uh so i have to dress appropriately um but what else? money no object though that's oh, so kuntash i would take a kuntash i think Kuntosh or 959 for sure 
Uh, let's see, scrolling up Twitter questions. Adam Dalebro at ice underscore cream underscore deli. Okay. Uh, that's, I mean, that's, that's, I mean, it's a good name. PR food scientist for Klondike. Okay, awesome. So you fucking make ice cream? Oh, but now in New Jersey, where people, so that, so there's all kinds of like chemicals made for food there. Um, interesting though. That's actually a really interesting job. Food scientist. With the introduction of sportbacks, A5, BMW, GT, etc., and the CUV craze, are wagons dead in the U.S.? I basically say this in the video. Automakers are building every car around a wagon except a wagon. That's how much the United States doesn't want wagons. And it pisses me off so much because you have, um, you know, BMW GT-based cars, Sportbacks, X crossovers, blah, blah, blah. They are building every single thing around the wagon except the wagon. Lineups could be simpler. Vehicles could be better uh, if they just gave us sedan, coupe, SUV, wagon. That's it. That's all you have to do. You don't need all this niche bullshit, but but sadly you do need it because wagon is a disgusting word here and it just kills me. Chris at Lightbright32, if you were just getting into cars and only could only have five cars, which is a lot, uh, to allow you to evolve as a driver, what would you choose? Uh, Miata would be on the list. Um, something... Uh, sporty front wheel drive because you got to know how to do that too. Something high horsepower rear wheel drive. So you know um, you could do like a Mustang. So you have a stick and 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 uh, rear wheel drive V8 would be good. Something off road. Um, five car. It's an interesting question. Evolve as a driver. So yeah, Miata. Like I said. Uh, my old Civic Si would be good, or like an Integra, an, a sporty Integra would be good. Um, uh, a modern Mustang GT would be good, and then also like an old fucking muscle car would be good, and then maybe like a something high horsepower, like a Z06, just so you could have like the gamut of this is what you want to do. And if you move through the ladder of all those cars, I'm sure you'd evolve. Um, yeah, that's probably a good answer. What car would you put Blizzx on and Hoon in the snow? Also from Chris, Lightbright32. Um, something that shouldn't be there. Oh, let's see. What shouldn't... Not, I'm going to say like a Buick Cascada. No, um, what shouldn't be there like you know like a ferrari shouldn't be there so that'd be good but i don't want to drive a ferrari because fuck them um so i'll instead i'll say a mclaren i because uh, i've driven astons on the snow and it was awesome um so i'll say but i'd rather do like a rally car um ooh, focus rs that'd be fun but that's kind of lame too um I'm going back to my my first answer of something that shouldn't be there. So, oh, if I could do anything, because you don't say. So, how about how about Dodge Demon, <laughs> just for shits and giggles? Uh, 
Groove at Groove TD. Shh, stop telling people it's raining all the time. No good weather. Ever go back to California. He's talking about uh, Seattle because every time I come here, it's fucking gorgeous. Um, so now I'm moving over to uh, moving over to Facebook. Fasa Boca. Um, let's see. Let's pull these posts up. And it has been gorgeous out here in Seattle. I, I, I do love it here. Every time I come here, it's been so fucking good. All right. Uh, well, okay. 25 or so questions. All right. Dave Camarillo. Remember the Marlboro GMC Cyclone? Yes, of course. I think they made 10 of them. Well, if you could do that with a modern car, but with a beer sponsor instead, what beer and what car would it be? And what cool features would it have? Love the show. I started listening in February of this year. I'm almost all the way caught up in every episode now. Wow. Good for you, Dave. Going all the way back. Um, they, shit, you've been really fucking listening. I mean, how many days is it? Because we're at 205 episodes and you've been listening to February. How many days is that? So you're that means you're listening to more than one per day. Um, I would do four sons because they're my bros. Um, and I'm shooting some video with them uh, later in the week. Actually, I'm shooting video for them, which I'm very excited about. Um, not car stuff, obviously. But uh, let's see. It would be four sons brewing and like a Raptor just because it fits their their deal. And I really want a Raptor. Um Blake Swan, do you think a non-German manufacturer would ever create a sub $35,000 rear-wheel drive sedan with stick? The Kia Stinger is close, but only has a DCT. I can't be the only one hoping that an IDX concept comes to fruition. Forget about it. It's not. Use Google for the spelling of that last word. Knock on. <laughs> He's talking about fruition. That's fantastic. <laughs> That's fucking funny. Um, no. Non-German manufacturer would ever create a sub... 35 well mm -hmm. no i don't sadly um it'd be cool if there was like a stripper charger um that you could get that way or if there was like a ford fusion rear wheel drive variant that was like the because they don't do svt anymore so no no the answer is no sadly um I'm trying to think Nissan. Nope. No. Nope. The answer is no. Uh, Lexus. Nah. Is there like a base IS200T that you could get for like if you just blew the service, the, the salesman? I don't know. So no. Uh, <laughs> Talmadge Elton Gardner. You're tall. I'm tall. Do you know of any normal car that has thigh bolsters aside from S-Class Benz's? Like uh, the old 5 Series has some, but I want – they have them. More and more cars have them, but I can never remember which ones because I'm terrible at my job. I apologize, Talmadge. But yes, there are some manual bolsters that slide out and um, help support your whole upper leg. Uh, fuck. I'm sure there's an easy way to search for that. Um, they're out there. They're out there, and they're not just in luxury cars. I promise you. You just have to find them. Volkswagen doesn't do it, do they? Someone does it that's in like the premium to regular grade class car. Christopher Tracy, you're now immensely wealthy and start your own brand new automaker. What vehicle do you start with? Fuel type, gas, diesel, electric, and hydrogen, stolar, number of doors, body style, etc. Uh, see, now it depends. Do I want to make and sell a lot of cars or do I just want to build my own vanity project car? 
uh, if I want to make and sell cars, it's going to be electric. It's definitely going to be electric. It's definitely going to be four to five doors if it's a hatchback. It's going to be, I mean, I'm going to model it after Tesla, let's be honest. Um, but I'll do it better. I'll make better build quality or something like that. And I'll make it less of a, the apple of cars and more of like an actual based in reality um like model after some of what Detroit does not I won't I'll 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 mix it between what Tesla does and what Detroit did and somewhere in the middle is the answer if I'm making a vanity project yeah it's 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 a wagon it's a gorgeous wagon with a big V8 and you can get whichever transmission you want you can order the transmission and we will make it work uh Josh Milahan, thanks for answering my question a few weeks ago about making stuff, exclamation point. I'm done with my O2 pipe. Oh, yeah, yeah, fucking excited to get this shit on. So no question, he just posted another picture, and it looks, I mean, it looks really, really well done. So go to our Facebook page and find the photo. It, like, the welds look incredible. Peter Zillix. Peter Zilix, uh, would building a Safari Rally modded Honda Cross Tour be a way be a way to give a purposeless car some mojo, or just be stacking stupid on top of stupid? No, I'm into it. I 100% make do that. That would be awesome. Stephen Stephen Mueller, when will you be putting KO2s in the bends? Some guy bought brought this 560 SEL. Some guy brought this 560 SEL out to Rallycross, and it was way cooler than a Hemi swap. Uh, yeah, that picture looks awesome. Um, I'll be putting KO2s on the Benz when the Benz is, Benz is ready to turn those KO2s. But yeah, that 560 SEL looks awesome. Jonathan Klein, if you had to choose a daily from either a BAC Mono, a Morgan three-wheeler, or a Pineapple, which would you choose? Uh, the Morgan three-wheeler. I love the Morgan three-wheeler. I want a uh, Morgan three-wheeler so bad. Jonathan Klein, again, I miss Blake. Can we have a solo Blake's wrong episode? I, um... He liked that too, so I'm going to reply to this so Blake sees this. I'm trying not to spill my beer while I do that. Let me move my beer so I don't spill this. I'm going to turn my phone over and use my phone as a coaster. That's smart. Um, I'm typing now that I'm into this 100%. So there we go. Uh, Mike Tooley, update on the sewer rat or wombat, whatever it's called. What's the update on the Volvo P1800 wagon with the 4.6 liter swap. I I don't even know what you're talking about. Uh, the sewer rat. That's that's its new nickname. Uh, I'm gonna like this comment because you're a dick. That's really funny. Christopher Tracy. If you got to make more team Valvoline, team dot what would you modify next on Hoon Truck? I'd fix it. <laughs> I would make it not leak oil, and I would make it not. I would just fix it. I would just make it run well. So that's what I would do. Cars and Cactus. Germany is very bad. <laughs> what American-made car should the bad Germans be buying? Uh, Cadillacs. Will you be reviewing the Rugged Ridge Raptor before impeachment or after? If they made one, I would totally drive the shit out of it. And we actually have Rugged Ridge comp content coming out. I swear to God. It's not me in it, though, but we do. Uh, Nick Taylor. What two current cars would replace the classic Mustang versus Charger SFJs from Bullet? Um... I mean, why can't you just use the modern versions of those? I I don't see why you couldn't. Because uh, if you did Mustang Camaro, that's dumb. You got to keep it Mustang Charger, but you'd probably go Challenger now. So Mustang Challenger, yeah, just do just keep it that way. 
Um, someone replied, I want to see what they say. None, all the new cars have air blags and would go after the jumps. True. That's, I mean, if you're going to be practical about it. Ross Ballot, 2011 to 2014 Mustang GT, good or bad for a daily that's semi-comfortable and still a blast when you want to be? Yeah, it's fine. Uh, how would you feel about Ford building a Mustang with the new GT's engine? Uh, it'd be fucking incredible. Um, Bo McLean, tell everyone how rainy and shitty Seattle is so no one should move here ever. By the way, this is the guy with the, um, right, Bo, you're the one with the, these super rad cars. Um, yeah, so, of course. Oh, I'll tell everyone it's shitty here, even though it's not. <coughs> Federico Barbieri, how does a Jeep Cherokee compare to a BMW X1? Are they even the same size or more or less? Uh, they don't get a Jeep Cherokee. The X1 is garbage. Federico Barbieri, since you've been buying LED lights for sealed beam-equipped cars, do you know of any brand that makes them for 6-volt cars? That's a great question. They, I think you can, as long as, this, as, long as it's a 7-inch opening and it has the harness, I think if you use a relay, you're fine. This is me talking out of my ass, though, so double-check on that. Jolia Jake, what are your guilty pleasure cars? Honestly, I've always – my guilty pleasure car has always been the Cadillac Escalade, especially the new one. Uh, I shouldn't like it. It's it's just it's just a joy to drive. It's you. It feels great. Um, super guilty pleasure. Dumb car. Jonathan Klein, where's the beef? In It's in my belly. Uh, I'm going to mess up your name here. Uh, it's R-U-I-Q-I-N-G space P-E-N-G. So I'm going to say Ruking Peng. Did you take a Honda Jet to the Civic SI test? No, because they're too small. Uh, so we took a modified Umbraire. So normally those fit like 60 people. This one had fit like 30 people. So think Umbraire, but with just first class seats. So it was, it, I mean, it was pretty nice inside. I wish I took a Honda Jet, but they fit like four people. Niles Rogers, how do Zach and Chris compare to each other as co-hosts? They don't because they're very different. Um, I like the technical knowledge that Chris adds and his humor is darker. Um, now his, his technical knowledge, you know, ranges all over the place. So like he's right about a lot of things and then there are times when he's wrong about things, which is, I find actually funny. Um, Zach is just more straight comedy, uh, so they're they're just very different. Devian Shaw, what do you think? This what do you think about the swept tail? He's talking about that Rolls Royce ten million dollar car. I think it's dumb, and I think it'd be such a it'd be hilarious to drive. Um, I, I mean, it's just some rich guy's vanity project. There's there's so many better ways to spend ten million dollars. Certain angles, it's hideous. Other angles, it's like uh, kind of okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's mostly stupid. But it's also like a Rolls-Royce special project, so it's kind of cool. It's in this weird space, but I think you kind of get what I'm saying. Cars and Cactus, Grand Sport or ZL1 1LE? So the ZL1 1LE, I'm going to imagine, is far more hardcore, whereas the Grand Sport is super capable but very daily drivable. I have to imagine that the ZL1 1LE would be rough as a daily but both of them are very focused with the ZL1 1LE being more so. Um, I I haven't even seen the ZL1 1LE in person, so I can't say. So I can't answer that question yet. I hope I will be able to someday, though. 
So those are all the questions for the evening. Uh, I have to go to bed because I have to wake up early and fly home and shoot video at Four Suns, which I'm very excited about. Um, and uh, and I didn't even really talk about A5S5 Sportback too much, but I mean, that'll come out soon. Got a little bit thoughts about Indy 500, um, but that's been it for this week. Uh, I thought I think it's a decent amount of time for the podcast for a solo. I'm laying on my stomach on my bed like a teenager. So, I mean, you didn't need to know that, but now you do. And, uh, yeah, that was 205. Peace out.